Welcome to the Unleash Your Blog Podcast. I am your host, John Meese from johnmeese.me. This show is designed to help you build a profitable online business from your blog, even if you can only spare 30 minutes each day. Every week, you'll be getting a behind-the-scenes look at what strategies are working right now for real-life bloggers, people just like you. Are you ready? Let's unleash your blog together. episode 18 of the Unleash Your Blog podcast, and today you're going to get an inside look, a behind-the-scenes look, at a coaching call between myself and Dan from AverageIsTheEnemy.com. Now, Dan and I actually had two coaching calls, and you'll hear the second one here. We had one that was at a Starbucks over, uh, and so that poor internet connection, poor audio quality. We decided to check back the next day and re-record, and in that 24-hour period of time, Dan actually had a lot of things already change in the focus for his blog. So that's exciting to hear because those are the kind of the results we're looking for. And so today we share a recap of our past coaching sessions, some of the things we cover, and then we talk about what he's done to actually learn from that. So I really think you're going to learn a lot from this just on the kind of clarity you can get from sitting down and going through these exercises. I really think you're going to get a lot out of today's episode. So stay tuned for the core content. But first, a quick word. This podcast is brought to you in part by Notable Themes, a company that I helped create to help new bloggers launch professional websites without having to mess with the technical side of online business. Notable Themes is the only place you will find sleek and simple WordPress themes, plugins, as well as hosting services all in one place. That means we are your one-stop shop for building a blog-based business online, whether you are just starting out from scratch or optimizing what you already have. Get started today by heading to yournotabletheme.com. All right. Well, uh, hey, Dan. Thanks for joining me today on this coaching call. How are you doing today? Great, John. Thanks for having me. How are you? I am doing well. It's the end of a long day with a lot of um, little things going on, but it all moves the train forward. So good. I don't good. know why I use the train analogy. I don't. Know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really do anything train related. But anyways, Dan, you and I actually talked earlier yesterday, um, and we had a coaching call. About this time yesterday, but unfortunately, we had some audio issues and uh, it was difficult to connect because of, well, Starbucks and stuff like that. So um, thank you for making time to connect again so we could catch up on the wh- where we were, recap what we were talking about yesterday and then kind of take that to the next level as far as getting clarity on what you want to do with your brand. Yeah, absolutely. Because yesterday, uh, I mean, that was a great call, but um, it was definitely a struggle to hear everything that was being said. And I'm sure that was the same for you. You didn't quite hear everything I was saying, but it'll be good to have this call today to kind of uh, reiterate what, where we were at yesterday and and move forward. Yeah. Okay. So why don't you start by giving me a summary of who you are, um, what your goal is right now that you need my help with, and then we'll take it from there. All right. Uh, so, John, uh, my name is Dan Cottom. I am based in Denver, Colorado. I am a database programmer for a research hospital here, and um, I am new to the blogging space. My my side hustle for the last ten years or so was database consulting on the side, and I had done that uh, to pay off uh, a whole lot of debt, and uh, it took me about four years to get that done got it done. It was just a success. And uh, yeah, yeah, it was a whole lot of hard work and I'm glad the debt is behind me. So now that um, I don't have that pressure, I wanted to do something that was more creative and, and something more that I that I enjoyed doing. And so um, 
I wanted to create a blog and a brand around goal setting. And then so we had our call yesterday about my, my struggle was trying to get that brand and 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 blog f- more focused than what I started with and yeah. and now I was all over the page all over the place with that yesterday and and got a little more focused by the end of our call. Good. Okay. So what I recall from our call is that uh, we talked about a couple things. One of them is being that you're you have a unique perspective on the goal setting because you've already succeeded to not only pay off debt but also you went through an aggressive uh, weight loss strategy and met your goal with that. Correct. Yeah, that's right. And that was one of the things that um, really pushed me over the edge to start this blog. As everyone saw uh, the dramatic progress I made in 12 weeks, I, I blogged. I, I mean, I, I my form of blogging for that was on Instagram. And I, I kind of shared, uh, you know, selfies throughout the process. And, and everyone was just, you know, blown away by how quick I moved in 12 weeks and, and really wanted to know what I did and, and wanted that them to, uh, they wanted me to share, you know, my tips with them. And so that kind of pushed me over the edge of, you know, I really need to get this blog started so I could share with people okay. how I'm accomplishing these, these goals that I set out for myself. Great. Okay. In our conversation yesterday, we talked about how you wanted to take that and transition into the, into helping people achieve their own goals with this blog. Now, Refresh my memory. Do you already have the blog live, or is this something you're still working on? I have a landing page live. Okay. Um, so the the actual blog is still being worked on. I haven't flipped the switch on that yet. Okay. What's what's the URL for that? Averageismyenemy.com. Great. I immediately know, well, who your enemy is at least. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. No, I immediately know a little bit about about your brand from that domain. That's pretty good. Okay. Great. Yeah, so, thanks. why don't you? Re- uh, recap for me what we talked about a little bit yesterday related to what your issue was or is relating uh-huh. to what tops of what what kind of topics you're interested in and how we could dig deeper into those yeah yeah so and, and I was all over the place with you know my my tagline was uh, a no no bs approach to goals resolutions and bucket lists and the, you know those are three things right there in my tagline, which I thought already was too much. And then I was going to focus on four areas with those things. And that was um, relationships, personal finance, fitness, and career. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I just got to thinking that, you know, I'm kind of all over the place with this. I've got three things in my tagline and and four areas that I want to focus on. And that's when I, you know, decided to reach out to you and help me figure out how to focus and, and if, if, you know, maybe I'm on the wrong track with trying to tackle too much right now. Right. Okay. That's good to know. And so yesterday we talked about how you want to talk about, you were writing about goals, resolutions, and bucket lists. And um, along those, along the topics of finance, career, family relationships. So since our conversation yesterday, what sticks out to you as something that you have gained a little bit more clarity on? Well, I mean, at the end of our call, you know, you confirmed to me what I had already known, but I just needed to hear it from someone else was it, it's it's too much and I really need to focus more. Mm-hmm. And um, you touched on, you know, really thinking about the problems that my target audience has. And, and you know, last night I thought a lot about it. And actually, I talked to my wife about it, and we we came up with a tentative plan for me to move forward. Uh, the plan I want to I want to use moving forward is goals in fitness, 
and just start there. Okay. And that's somewhere where you already have a great success story, and that's where people are already asking you how to solve that problem. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. That's great. That's something that's already changed a lot in the last 24 hours. Congratulations. That's a, that's huge clarity. I mean, to go from being like, I talk about goals, resolutions, and bucket lists related to your finance, career, family, relationships, to go from that to saying, I help you achieve your fitness goals. Yes. I think, I think that's, a, that's, that's a huge step in the right direction. Yeah. And you know, it's, it's, it's a bit of a relief too, because it makes my, uh, I think it makes my, my, my work list or, you know, the things that I have planned much more manageable. Yes. I am all for that. Yeah. So on, on that note, what problem do you help solve with that? So the problem that I, that I hope to solve is, uh, I don't want to be a personal trainer online or mm-hmm. a personal trainer for people. I'm not a personal trainer. I'm, I'm just a regular person who has figured this stuff out. So the problem that I want to solve is getting helping other regular people figure this stuff out with regular jobs and regular lives and, uh, you know, limited amount of time to get fit. Okay, that's good. That's solid. You're going to help regular people get fit to set fitness goals that they can achieve. Mm-hmm. That's good. I like that. Okay. So on that note, um, I want to kind of dig into this a little bit deeper. What type of content do you imagine at this point that you'd like to publish to help people solve that goal? Um, so there's, there's two types of content that I'm really wanting to focus on it. And, you know, I haven't, I haven't thought about that specifically in too much detail. Cause again, I just, I just came up with fitness goals, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. last night towards the end yeah. of the night before I went to bed. But, um, I'm imagining it's going, going to be, Goal setting and how it's applied to getting you fit and then more actionable stuff like I'm a big fan of high intensity interval training and Tabata workouts. And I think those two type of workouts are great for people, regular people like me with office jobs, with families, with very limited time, but a desire to get fit. Okay. That's good to know. I'm actually planning to go to a high, to an HIIT or HIT, whatever you call it. Uh, would you call it a high intensity interval training? Is that what it's called? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Actually, literally for the first time in my life, this is just coincidence. You didn't talk me into it. I am signed up to go to a one a class on that on Friday morning. So. Awesome. Awesome. No, it's good stuff. I mean, and uh, the science backs it, uh, you know, on top of the science backing, you know, how awesome the stuff is. It's super efficient and super fast and you could go on with your day and, and do everything else you need to do. Which is attractive to me because I'm not somebody who wants to spend my entire day at the gym. Mm-hmm. But I also, you know, I want the gym body. The best of both worlds. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so um, let's talk a little bit about the problem piece. This is something we touched on yesterday, but I just want to kind of bring it back up because I think it was an important, an important concept. And I think it'll help our conversation moving forward. Do you recall our conversation about the open buyer awareness scale from Ray Edwards? Yep. Okay, do you, do you remember off the top of your head what O-P-E-N is you don't if you don't it's okay I can walk through it. You know I uh, the conversation I had with my wife I went through the acronym with her because I th- I thought it was brilliant. So let me see if I can remember. Okay. Uh, um, o was for uh, oblivious. Yes. P was for pondering. Mm-hmm. E was for um, uh, engaged. Yeah. And then I think N was for need, if I remember right. Yes, that's right. You got it. Perfect. Perfect. Ray Edwards would be proud. I can speak for him <laughs> on that front. Yeah, so just just uh, for the sake of anyone listening in, I'll recap that real quick in the sense that of what that exactly that means is 
this is the buyer awareness scale that I learned from Ray Edwards, who is a master copywriter, and everything I know about copywriting, I learned from him. And specifically, this doesn't mean, by copywriting, I don't mean like where it says copyright 2016 at the bottom of like a book or website. I mean like writing copy, writing words that speak to the needs of your audience and to sell your product or service. So OPE and this buyer awareness scale is important that when you're figuring out, and this comes, Dan, into our conversation about trying to figure out, which we've already done, get more clarity on what is the problem you help people solve. When it comes to the open buyer awareness scale, it's every time you come up with a problem you can help people solve, you got to revisit the open buyer awareness scale and say, okay, where are they on this scale? So some people are in the O stage. And so those are the people who are oblivious. They don't know it's a problem. Do you recall off the top of your head, Dan, what the example was we used yesterday? Yeah, I think we talked about people who are addicts to like drugs or drugs and alcohol, for instance. Oh, that's right. We did talk about that one. Um, for the sake of just making it a little bit more PG, I'll use the example of someone who's like addicted to junk food. But uh-huh. same thing applies in that if you go to somebody who's addicted to junk food, they love it. They're feeling great. They eat really cool sugary food all day and they love it. If you go up to them and you try to, to sell them your um, your diet program, like your nutritional program, and they're in the oblivious stage, then you're going to get nowhere because you know they need it. But if they don't know they need it, they're not interested. They just you're just, you're just annoying as far as they're concerned. And so it doesn't really it doesn't matter how much you can see it's affecting them. If they don't see it's affecting them and they're in the oblivious stage, you're not going to get anywhere with them. People in the pondering stage, the P in the open, people in the pondering stage, they're, they're starting to realize that they may be interested in solving this problem at some point. So these are people that may go, they go, you know what? I did notice I put on a few pounds last year. I should probably think about some sort of diet program at some point. So they're in the pondering stage. So when you come, when you present them with some sort of uh, opportunity to solve their problem, in this case, stopping junk food, then they're interested and they're going to hear you out. But people in the pondering stage still almost never take action until they move into the engaged stage. And you will find that people actually move through these this, these stages of the bioawareness scale in their lifetime in various different areas. So someone in the engaged st- um, stage, they may be someone who's at the point with the junk food example where they go, whoa, hold on a second. I'm losing energy. I can barely keep up with my kids anymore. My wife wants to go on dates and I'm just exhausted when I come home from work because I've been eating junk food all day. And so I've got absolutely no energy level. I'm gaining weight. My doctor says I'm going to develop heart disease in the next two years if I don't change my diet. Like I'm engaged where I'm going, this is a serious issue I'm ready to solve. Like This is a serious issue and I'm actively looking for a solution. And that's the engage. So your goal, any type of product service market is to find the problem that you can solve, and then you find the people who are in the engaged section or the engaged stage, and those are the people you market to. People in the need stage, they're going to buy your thing no matter what. Like they're going to follow you, subscribe, or buy your thing no matter what. Those are people who are like literally like they're dying of obesity, and they're just like they're just throwing money at you if your solution might even sort of kind of solve their problem. Um, or they're they're binge eaters who know that they have a problem. They've tried counseling and they've tried classes. They tried everything, and so you tell them I've got a perfect solution. They're like, great, I want to try it. You know, like that. Those then you don't have to market to people in the need stage. They'll come to you either way. So you market to people in the E stage. So it sounds like with your clarity, Dan, now, and that you know you're going after the problem of helping people solve their really helping people set and achieve goals related to their fitness. Can you describe for me? your target avatar or your target audience who's in that engaged 
section of the bioawareness scale. Like what's going through their mind? What kind of things are going on in their life that set them apart so that you that they are in that engaged stage? Mm-hmm. Well, I I think uh, you hinted at it a little bit um, with some of the the uh, my example was examples you're yeah. using, and um, so it it's a little of that, and 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 it's also it's also me, it's myself. You know, I I sit in a chair for eight hours. Mm-hmm. I have a family. I um, I have a pretty demanding career. I have kids, and so you know, time is super important and super precious and there's not enough of it and there's a lot of people in you know sit in these office chairs and they come home and they're just exhausted too exhausted to go work out right um which is not helping because it's actually you know being fit and getting you know somebody to work out on a regular basis which actually gives them more energy so it's um it's kind of like this this chicken or egg issue of you know trying to get one and one or the other going but um so that i mean that's a little bit of of my avatar is just Mm. people who who are busy who have families who are sitting in an office chair for eight or more hours a day and just can't seem to either get motivated to work out or or just need a little bit of guidance to work out and need to be shown how it could be done pretty efficiently that it doesn't require you to live at the gym, which I do not do. That's good. Let's let's pause right there, or let's not. Well, let's hone in right there because I think you just started to get into an important part of this process, which is once you've gotten clear on who are the people in the engage section, what is the problem you help them solve? It's what do they need or what are they lacking? Like what are they lacking where you can fill in the gap? And I think you just started to hit on it right there, where you're starting to go down in examples of what they're what they need or the problems that they have. So why don't you talk about that for a second? Knowing what you do know about your target audience, what are they looking for? If they're actively looking for a solution, what are, what what kind of solution are they looking for? I think they're looking for a little bit of guidance on how to start. Mm-hmm. If if they haven't been um, working out for a while, or if they, you know they haven't been in a gym for a while, I think a lot of people feel like you know like the, the gym is a production. It it's somewhere that needs to be that you have to drive to and you have to get your clothes on and you know an hour yeah. workout turns out to be two and a half with a drive and 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 I want to show them it doesn't need to be like that and it doesn't even need to be at the gym there there's a lot of things mm. you can do at your home in your living room and that you know I mentioned before Tabata and and, and hit and, and you know both of those are super efficient ways of getting fit in, in your own living room great Okay, so it sounds like you have a good idea about that. So how can you meet that need? With you know the, the blog postings that I want to focus on is just getting people to understand that fitness doesn't have to be production. Um, it's super easy. Showing them you know, the basics of goal setting and um, including tracking and measuring their progress, the basics of getting a HIT workout set up, a Tabata workout set up, if, if that's the route they want to go, or choosing, uh, helping people, you know, decide uh, what type of gym is best for them, mm-hmm. and getting people to just realize it's it doesn't need to be complex, and in fact, it shouldn't be complex because if it's complex, it's not going to become a habit. That's good. That's that's a that's that right there is I think a big piece of what is going to set you apart on this platform is that you know that it's not going to become a habit if it's complex. So you just have to make sure that that is something you very clearly. Uh, tell your audience in your in your branding and your tagline um, in your website to them that complexity is complexity is the enemy just as much as average 
Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, cool. So let's just talk briefly. So in the project launch cycle, when we talk about online business, I always refer back to this. There are um, three really phases you go through. The first is clarify your niche, which that's where you are right now. Like that's the phase you're in, clarify your niche. But I feel like you just got a good bit of clarity. So before you spend too much time trying to get super crystal clear, perfectly clear, which you'll never be perfectly clear on your, on your niche, then you need to transition into phase two, which is build your audience. And then that's when you circle back around to phase three of launch a product or service and start actually generating some type of income, even if it's just 50 bucks from um, your business. And then and then you go back to clarify your niche and you you the cycle continues. So with that in mind, moving into the, the phase where you're focused on building your audience, how do you think already, like what ideas do you already have about how you could potentially grow an audience around your blog? Um, I I really want to show people that I am not a personal trainer. I'm a regular person. I think mm-hmm. a, there's so much information on the internet that comes from personal trainers, that comes from these 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 men and women that that spend eight hours in the gym, and they I just don't think they can relate to somebody who doesn't have the privilege or opportunity to spend eight hours in the gym, and so. I really want to just focus on my message of like, I am a regular guy just like you and I have figured this stuff out and let me show you how it's done. Mm. Okay. So how can you reach those people? Where are they hanging out right now? With with the the blog that I am in progress of building, you know, I already have my list of articles that are related, uh, the article ideas that I want to put out. And so I'm going to put those on my blog. I already have um, my social media pages, and I do need to re- fine-tune those now, now that I've changed my my focus. So everything needs to be a little fine-tuned now. So I have my blog. I have my um, social, social media channels. I have my landing page, which gives everybody a free ebook on my 12-week goal and exactly how I did that and how I accomplished that. Um, and so See, in exchange yeah. for that, ebook i get their email address so i'm already building my email list as well good you are learning well (laughs) (laughs) you're not that's i mean that's great because just think about for a second what you've done is you've you've started growing your email list before you even have a website and that's good that's important that's where that's where the priorities really need to be um but i think a lot of people forget that Mm -hmm. um I, i actually like usually like to think of an online business as Really, it's an email list first, and your website's kind of just like the face of the email list. I was like, if my website just was like gone tomorrow, absolutely gone tomorrow, as long as I still have my email list, I still have an online business. Because like, it only takes a couple of minutes to set up some kind of product, email them, and say, hey, you know, we're back. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. So your email list is crucial, is incredibly valuable. Um, great. Okay. So sounds like you have a good strategy for getting this blog post started. And I will say, if I can give you just one piece of advice on the your very first set of blog posts, in the first three, I would make sure that at least one of them, I mean, ideally all of them, but at least one of them is focused on a quick win. And this isn't just, you know, marketing. Um, this isn't just like kind of just a marketing technique. This actually comes straight from six psychology, that if our brains associate success with winning, you want your audience to get to success as fast as possible. So this might be a really small win, but it needs to be something that someone can accomplish very quickly. So you might have a guide for like the five minute exercise routine that you can try this Friday or something like that. You know, something that someone can get a quick win on. And actually that's a bad example because I said this Friday, you want something that someone can immediately act on as soon as they read the blog post. 
So um, it's not going to be something like, hey, you should involve, install MyFitnessPal and start tracking on your meals because that's like a, that's like a long mm-hmm. process win. Like that's something that takes a lot of time to get data to really do anything with it. Mm-hmm. But something that someone can act on immediately, get a quick win on, that is as actually how you can psychologically establish yourself very quickly as a trusted authority for your audience. So just from a marketing perspective and a psychology perspective, then I'll say I just want to give you one piece of advice on this first blog post is make sure they're focused around quick wins. I, I will take that piece of advice. Good. good. Glad to hear it. All right. Well, Dan, I think you have a good a plan ahead of you, and I'm eager to see your results. Uh, is there anything, any other questions you have or anything else I can help you with before we sign off today? No, no. I think that's, again, a, a really good start, and I appreciate you know the help in getting me to focus and uh, helping to move forward. Good. That's awesome, Dan. All right. Well, thanks for your time today. I appreciate it. Would you believe that it's possible to build your online business in just a few hours each week, even if you already have a full-time job? Think about it. What could an extra $500 or $1,000 a month mean for your family? What would be possible if you doubled your household income one year from now? I am living proof that this is 100% possible, and I want you to experience that same success. You can get a crash course in online business strategy today by joining Project Launch Bootcamp, an online training program I've developed with a couple of other friends who also make a living from their blogs. You don't have to do this alone. In fact, if you join today, I will meet with you one-on-one for coaching free of charge. You may even be featured on this show. Join today by heading to projectlaunchbootcamp.com. And there you have it. I hope you learned a lot from this coaching call with Dan. Um, as always, you can find the links to everything we talked about today at the show notes at unleashyourblog.com slash 18. I'm also going to include a link to Dan's website, which is averagesoftheenemy.com. So if you're interested in learning more about fitness goals or just seeing how he goes through the rebranding process on his blog, I would encourage you to check that out. Um, as always, if you've found something valuable in this episode, if there's something that you have learned that you can apply in your own business and your own blog, then it would mean the world to me if you would leave a quick review on the podcast just with a note of what you've learned and what's that's made possible for you. To do that, you can just find the review section within whichever app you're using to listen to this podcast, or you can go straight to meese.tips slash review. Really appreciate that, guys. Until next time.